Hey everybody, you're listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. This is the podcast for late June, early July, July 1st, when this comes out. I'm your host as always, Joe, and with me today as always is Peter. Hello, Joe. I might sound different. Because you're using a different, different source PC. Yeah, so hopefully I don't sound like a... I don't know. Maybe I'll we'll sound fi- we'll, better. We'll fix it all in post processing. It'll be it'll be great. It'll be yeah, good. We'll, and it'll be great. We'll add the zombie sounds. Yeah. The zombie sounds. Yeah. We'll add in the special effects, the explosions, yep. the sirens going off. <laughs> oh, the sirens are always going off. Just should just edit a podcast of us speaking straight and adding in a bunch of effects to make it sound like we're doing something really devious. <laughs> Just heinous shit. I'm sure there's some war footage audio that I can rip from somewhere that'll just, like, turn this into a really dark podcast. Just the just rip the war audio from Metallica's one. Just put that in there. Exactly. Just, just real, real dark, scary shit. <laughs> And then compress it into a war file. And that'll be our Halloween episode. Uh, a bunch of broken RSS feeds wondering why the fuck am I downloading a war file. A I'm not war, even sh- a, war a war file, file. with a, a jar war file. file inside of it. Exactly. It's a, it's a jar inside a war. <laughs> and so the war was lost for want of a jar. How the hell are you doing? How am I doing? How are you doing? How am I doing? I'm tired. I'm sore. It's been tumultuous work life. I went to a gay pride rally. Or not a rally, a parade. The San Francisco Pride Parade that on happened. Sunday. That was a, that's a thing that happens. Um, which, you know, I, I don't really have any measure to compare. Like, what it has been in past years. But since then, you know, gay marriage has been legalized in these United States. It's been a year now. And yeah, no, like it, I just went there with Cisco. We had our own like little little car that acted in place of a float. It's just kind of a bunch of tech companies showing their support for pride and all that shit. And one thing I learned, uh, weed delivery services in full representation at this unabashedly it's like culture shock a little hmm. bit so like we were actually right in front of the uh, 
we're either in front of or kind of to the side of the Ease truck, which, if you're not familiar, Ease is a medicinal marijuana delivery service. I only know about that because of the Bombcast. I know. It was actually really funny that they brought that up this week because I was actually going to talk about this exact same thing on this episode. So funny how that should happen but yeah so there's a service called ease and the thing is though it's you know it's an app like any other and it functions as a middleman so it's a bunch of young like 20 something kids none of them really look like you know it's not like they're stoners or anything they're just people who work for this company but then it's like when you really think about it it's like oh well you know the people who are smoking pot and sf very few of them are doing it for medical reasons so it's oh. just like undoubtedly oh undoubtedly i mean it's it's like a literally a 20 minute walk into certain clinics so but it's just one of these things where it's like so because of that the service itself kind of comes across as skeevy but then you know you have a bunch of young techie professionals working here kind of opens your eyes to like the stereotype that there's way too many app companies out here everyone has an app i'm joe have i told you about my app Oh, your app. Well, yes, you have. You made a Zucchini Thumbs app oh, yeah, once my, upon a time. Yeah. yeah. It's, How's that going? You, you you get in there and you uh, you pick a side, your either Zucchini or your Thumbs. And, of course. And uh, you, you do some competitive competitive apping. Is it's, that, it's the latest new thing, it competitive cl- apping. Is it a clicker, clicker app? It should be no, a clicker app. You, you just have to... It can sense how sensual you are, and you just have to get sensual with that phone. Do 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 you touch? Do you touch the touch the zucchini or the hand? You is this like a, a dating sim? You for zucchini your hands? You need the you need to buy the extra dongle. Oh yes, the zucchini dongle. Yeah, and you you decide what to do with it. We should just go full it's an meta. Open, it's an open system. We should just you know what that should be in the future when all of this is like done and over with we should just have we should do something with the zucchini thumbs website where we just turn it into a clicker you just thumb it it's like a touch you use your you can use a mouse but then when you put it it has a mobile display and as you tap it the numbers go up You, you tap the zucchini with your thumb and it'll just be there in perpetuity and it'll be a group effort so the counter will correspond to other people clicking it. So if I clicked it 50 times, you clicked it 50 times, it would show a hundred counter. And we would just go up and up until it overflows the integer we stored it as. And then the site would go down forever. <laughs> and that's, that's the ultimate vision of the Zucchini Thumbs website and brand. That's where this is all going towards. It was... This was the plan. For, this was our original vision. The plan it, from the start. This was, yes, it's in our early design documents. We couldn't tackle it then because it was too ambitious. But now that we have established ourselves um, and become very popular on the internet. Oh, yeah, we undoubtedly. Now, we're just going to tear down all of our past work and just put up a counter that you click and make the numbers go bigger. But yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's out of control. The app, app business is out of control. Have you have you watched Silicon Valley at all? I have not. I I I thought about watching it, but I wasn't sure if it was going to be one of those shows that 
either hits really close to home and it's hilarious or it hits really close to home. I'm just like, that's just wrong. I, I think it's so I've seen a few episodes and I like it. It, it does a good job sort of highlighting just the absolute dark humor that goes around in like the tech industry. It does it in a way like it intelligently delivers information to the viewer in a way that they understand what's going on. And at the same time, you can still, you can appreciate it as completely naive to the industry, but as someone who is in the industry, you kind of also appreciate it a little bit more. Um, uh, like, I mean, it's sort of like scrubs in a way. My mom mm. is a respiratory therapist. So, you know, that, that show's funny. It, it doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing with your life. That show is funny because of the character interaction. But there are some thematic elements to Scrubs. Like, there was a full moon episode where everyone had to work overnight during a full moon. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, that's, like, superstitious. My mom got a kick out of that because everyone is fucking like that in hospitals, actually. People get legitimately freaked out about like working the night shift on a full moon. It's actually a thing. <laughs> and that's what Silicon Valley is kind of like in that like you so the premise of the show is a guy is trying to get this app or this uh it's more like an API or a platform they're trying to get off the ground called Pied Piper which is basically uh what what the fuck even is it? It's like a storage like st- storing stuff in the cloud or whatever. It's okay. it's pretty like elementary. It's easy to understand. But the funny part is like, oh, he's trying to come to terms with the fact that it's not about downloads, it's about retention. And then they have to get like a Bangladeshi or a Bengali uh, clicking farm of people just uploading and down and like re-downloading photos to fake numbers. <laughs> and it's like, it's a lot of little stuff like that where it's... a it's a situational comedy and that you'll see it as someone, if you, especially if you work out here in a startup, you'll really understand like the struggle of dealing with like venture capitalists and like having to not answer to shareholders, but to VCs who are funding your like little pet project. But at the same time, the character interaction, like one of the programmers is like a stoner. The other one's kind of a Satanist, like overly serious, and then there's another guy who's like really straight edge and really like on edge about like all of their finances. And I think it kind of does a good job representing those stereotypes that you have out here, but not to the extreme like autistic spectrum degree that is like the Big Bang Theory. It's not references. There's a, there's a lot of inside baseball that I think is well represented in this series that I mean... I can't really appreciate it too much working at Cisco, and I think because of that, you might have difficulty appreciating it as well, being at Garmin. But I think from some of like the struggles from like a technology standpoint, I I think there's some value that we can get out of it. Uh, I don't know, like one more example of like kind of a plot element. So their Pied Piper platform is going under because no one fucking understands it because it's way too complicated because it was designed by engineers. So all mm. the focus groups have no fucking idea what's going on. They're like, wait, but my phone, my file is on my phone, but isn't. And they're like, no. And yes. So they can't describe it to normal people. And so because of it, they like are losing 
they're losing people's interest. And then one guy in his free time just makes like a video chat app that is has a new kind of compression. And everyone's like, why do we need this? We don't need this. Like, we don't need another Skype. Why are you working on this? And then all at once, he starts giving out, like, beta codes to people, and it starts to take off. And they're like, well, I guess we're now a video chat company because the thing we built ourselves on is not panning out, and everyone wants this other stupid thing that we did not plan on. So it's kind of that. Some of the humor comes from the perspectives of the engineers versus what how the real world works and what people actually want um i don't know i i, I think it's a, worth a look i think isn't it only on like hbo or something though uh, i don't know i don't know i thought i didn't think it was hbo but maybe it is i don't know i thought it was some i know it's some network it's something i i watched it with i i watched it with uh friends here who have subscriptions to all kinds of TV. So yeah, it is HBO. It is HBO. Oh dang. So, damn. Well to get that HBO co. I ain't, I ain't paying for that HBO. That's that's, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. It's fine. It's it's fine. <laughs> but you know, otherwise Oh, what has been going on? I I guess well yeah, I also have I got my PC finally shipped out here and I still haven't used it and I'm now looking at it like when am I going to use you why did I ship you out here you gotta gotta plug it in it has the 770 in and I might upgrade that to a 1070 I might yeah I mean from what I'm seeing from what from what from what I've been reading the 1070 is a goddamn masterpiece of video game hardware it seems so and so I might upgrade but that's the thing is like there's nothing really I've been like wanting to play on PC at the moment I'm in a lull so I just platinum Dark Souls 3 Uh, so I'm done with that forever until DLC comes out and then I'll probably take a look at that and so now I'm in this in between where I'm now looking at Jack 2 which I need to finish yeah I just dipped my toe into Walking Dead Season 2. Ugh. And, yeah, and I have, like, started to, like, get back into this, like, Binding of Isaac playing phase on the PS4 just because, like, it's... I can kind of shut my brain off. I come home, I get home at, like, 6-ish, and I'm just like, fuck, dude. What do I, what do I want to do right now? And it's like, I don't want to play Jack 2. But I feel like I'm going to have... I need to do that. That's right there. Oh, Joe. It's at the foot of my bed. I could play it right now from this position. And I'm going to. But then I've also dipped my toe into Walking Dead Season 2. And now I'm probably going to finish that. I could bust that out in an afternoon. So, from... Okay, so... I had a talk with someone about The Walking Dead Season 2. Yeah. And it seems as though my problem with the ending is due to a certain decision that I made in the game that apparently if you make this decision, you're fucked and your ending's going to suck balls, which is too bad because the decision I made, it wasn't like, oh, man, I didn't like it wasn't one of those where it was like a, a, flip of the, a flip of the coin. It was like, oh, I feel very strongly about this. So to be, oh. punished, to be punished with such a shitty ending, and I even asked, okay, so... 
I asked the guy, so what is the other ending? I'm not going to tell you what it is, Joe, so you can play. But That's, that's fine. And he, he went step by step what happens. I'm just like, that ending is so much better. Why do <laughs> I get the shitty ass ending? <laughs> well, yeah, like, well, uh, oh, shit. Well, that'll be something to look forward to. I'm already, like, kind of not. I It's already clear. It's already apparent. So I finished episode one. And yeah, even, already- even from the start. Is, you can tell it's not, at least for me, it wasn't as engrossing as of an experience. It wasn't engrossing, and I feel like, I feel like we're treading down well covered territory. So my big problem starting off with this one, um, fuck, what's the protagonist's name? What's Cor- Clementine? Clementine. I don't. She's not a, her voice actor. I don't think her voice actor is very good. I don't, she just sounds, she's super, she, she spaces out her words. It doesn't feel natural. I don't know if they ever intended for her to sound like that, but I don't like the voice actor. I just don't think she does a good job. Mm. She doesn't make me care. I don't empathize. Clementine sounds like a robot. Yeah, I, and this goes down, uh, I, would, I don't want to say too much, but like, the, yeah, for me, playing as Clementine did not have the same appeal as the first season. Mm-hmm. I mean, before she was a kid, like, or she was more of a kid. Uh, she was more helpless. Now that she's true. kind of like capable, you want her to like kind of like start to develop a sort of like personality and you kind of do that with some of your dialogue choice but the way she delivers her dialogue is still very flat and so it makes me not I just I'm not feeling it if I was a director I'd be like can I get another take on that yeah Clementine no I would say um a lot of at least for me a lot of the appeal of season one that was lost in season two was the lack of Lee as a character like Lee Certainly. is just not there. Lee Lee was just a, such a strong character to play as, right? And so that that's like one part that I'm kind of like I'm just not satisfied with Clementine as a main character. But even bigger, uh, there's just they're more eager to pull at your heartstrings. And I'm like I understand that's The Walking Dead. Like people die. Like okay, yes, but they the frequency at which they die. And, like, the sort of niceness of those characters is, like, it's proportional to their niceness. The nicer the character is, the faster they die. When the fucking <laughs> yeah. dog, that whole shit was, okay, that was dumb. That, so, well, for starters, at the very beginning, like, the one of the only good, like, humorous characters dies immediately. So, it's, like, right from the beginning, it's, like, okay, we're going to start killing people. It's, like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm used to this. Then you find a dog, and the dog's completely friendly. Dog's totally chill, way too chill. I hate it when dogs are this chill, because they're never <laughs> this chill in real life. But he's totally chill, and you get him some food, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to share. And then he just fucking bites you. He just attacks you. Yeah. Completely out of nowhere. I thought that was so random. Exactly. And then, of course, you have to fucking kill the dog. Of course. Because, you know, you don't want to kill the dog, but you have to kill... The dog's going to die. I mean, you can make the decision to kill it or not, but it's going to die. And that that's like problem number two. It's like, of course, you're going to have me killing a fucking animal. Like, nice job. We're only in episode one and you're already 
I feel like they're trying much harder to manipulate you. And they're not even being subtle about it. They're it, taking the easy way. It keeps... Yeah. I... I think a lot of that manipulation that you're speaking of continues and it's the reason why I made a certain decision and apparently they punished me for it. So great. <laughs> I'm not, I mean like the last like real big issue is what are the character tropes? You always have, you always have the one character who's like, um, let's give this person a shot. They're fine. You always have this other one who's like way too fucking trigger happy. Yeah. <laughs> way too loose. It's like, how have you survived like two, three years in the fucking zombie apocalypse? You don't trust anybody. Then you have this other person who's like even not only like who's not trigger happy, but is just distrustful and spiteful and mean. Um, it's just like, like just the one bitch who's just... Uh, I forget her name too. I forget everyone's name. And then you have the guy who's like, oh yeah, I have to protect my daughter from the real world that is the zombies. And it's like, you can't hide her forever. And it's like, don't tell me how to raise my child. And I'm like, I've literally been through this like five other times in like five <laughs> other games. You're going to die and your child's going to have to like deal with something or whatever. Yeah, it's like this. this is stuff that we've seen even in like the previous season of The Walking Dead game. So that's why I'm kind of like fed up with it. You know, you're pulling from the same pool and the same pool you're pulling from is all has already been used in this series. Yeah. And yeah, I don't want to say too much more uh, yeah, until you uh, play, but at least for me, I found that the, the sad part was that the parts that I thought were the best parts of the, se- the season were the parts that uh, clip like that, pulled straight from the first season so it was almost like well the first season was so good and they're just trying to kind of infuse that stuff but a lot of the new stuff I was like eh, eh. yeah like, yeah some someone people are gonna die you're gonna learn things about the angry person that makes you somehow su- you're supposed to like them a little bit more and then they'll die and then die death so that's die. that's where I'm die die so that's where I'm at um what else uh nothing much else game wise I'm thinking I'm thinking nothing 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 so yeah this is where I'm at this is where I'm at Mm. uh where Joe, where are you at? Where are you at right now, Peter? I'm I'm also in a lull. Lull. Wait, I get out of the lull. You don't need to do I, League of Legends. No, no. L U L L. Is that how you spell lull? I think so. Yes. I have not really been playing anything. I have Uncharted Four, and I'm just like I could platinum it. And I purchased that. Walking Dead Machone thing when it was on sale for like five bucks and I just Machone? Is it Machone? 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 It's some character in The Walking Dead. I still don't know what this is though. Or I might know. It's it's uh it's um they made it after Walking Dead season two came out, maybe like six months maybe like a year later they released a a another standalone game that doesn't continue the story but is a side story about a, a character that's really popular on the TV show. Oh, I remember this. Okay, yes. I do remember this. That came out like shor- shortly after the Norman Reedus uh, 
TMC uh, movie game, didn't it? Or TV show game. That came out, and then yeah. this came out, and then the Michonne thing came out. Yeah, I think it came out maybe like six to eight months ago. I'm trying to remember yeah. when it came out. I, I just remember like hearing about both of these games at once and being like, wait, what? And then I realized, oh, yeah, one's in tangent with the TV show and the other's Telltale. No, they're both Telltale. Oh, they are? Yeah. The, 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 the TM, the, the one the, with Norman Reedus? No, no, this Machone one. Well, that, yeah, no, I'm saying that one came out. Oh, yeah. And that the other one with one, Norman Reedus was, or. or yeah, the, the Norman Reedus one was a, was an Activision game, I think. Was yeah, that, that was the TV licensed one. Yes. Yeah. The, and the confusion continues. Basically, yeah. They they those that came out and then the other one came out and I was briefly confused as to like what the fuck was actually going on and then I realized, oh okay, now I know what's going on. But yeah, so you got so you got that. Um, yeah, it was on shown. sale. And you haven't touched it yet? No, and now all my consoles are packed up, so I ain't touching anything. Oh, the they're only- packed up. Why are they packed up? Because because I'm moving. In, You're t- moving. in two days, I'm moving. Are you moving out of Kansas? Oh, I wish. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, my lease uh, uh, ends this week, and I'm moving to a new apartment that's closer to work, and it's cheaper. I'm gonna have a roommate, and he's a super nerd, and he has an awesome PC, and he has like. Oh a, boy. He, he, okay, so he moved in last month, and now I'm moving in this month, and I I stopped by briefly to check out the place and be like, okay, so where's all my stuff gonna go? How are we gonna work this out? Am I we're we using your table? Using my table? What are we doing? And he has a battle station already set up, like four monitors just all around him. I'm just like, okay. So I guess the answer is both tables. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Double the tables. Totally. Totally. So yeah, I'm going to need to, I'm going to be U-hauling it. I'm going to get, get all my get, shit over there. Get that kid a snowball microphone. Get him on the podcast. Oh my gosh. We could. Oh my gosh. We should. <laughs> that that way whenever there's the weeks where i'm inevitably like off somewhere dancing naked in the desert you'll have him it's like okay it's not just peter talking doing a joe impression impersona- or a impression you read this one fuck off <laughs> i don't even i've i've never co- i've never come closer to not never- uploading an episode I've never come closer to not uploading an episode. So, Joe, I so I packed up a whole bunch of stuff, and um, I had to get rid of some stuff. What did you? Would you have to get your mattress? <laughs> no, that's you essential. got rid of your mattress. Share the mattress. Actually, with I do need to get super it. Nerd. I, what I did decide is that I'm probably going to get a new box spring, though. Oh, okay. Smart decision. Because my box spring is like creaky, and I don't like that. Like I'll roll around at night, and it'll just be like, like making all these creaky sounds. Like this is not good. Your box spring doesn't spring no more. Yeah, I guess so. And just, I hope it's just the box spring. Once I, I I'm gonna take my part, uh, take my part of bed, my bed apart, and uh, probably tonight, and I'm gonna see if it's the box spring or the mattress. If it's the box spring. That'll be easy. I can buy one for like a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars. If it's the mattress, then fuck. I don't know if I can afford a mattress right now. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you? Uh, what you? What are you selling? Oh I, well, I've been selling a bunch of stuff on eBay. Um, 
old Lego sets. Okay, Joe. This it's is unbel- fascinating to me. Go on. Well, it's only the ones that I don't really want anymore, which is like some random Bionicles and a few Star Wars ones, specifically ones that have Jar Jar Binks in them. That's an interesting criteria, but continue. So it's amazing how many, how much people will pay for used Legos. Like I'm making like three X profit on some of these things. I mean, that's the Legos are have always been. Well, one Legos are expensive Two, as we have found with the millennium Falcon, they run in limited editions. Yeah. And three, people are crazy. No, like, okay, do you remember... Do you, do you, first of all, do you remember, like, all the Bionicles that, that were back then? I remember there was the uh, ice guy with yeah. the sword. There was the fire guy with the fire sword. There was... Oh, shit. I'm, I, I used to, like, be super into this. There was... Me too. The, there was the <laughs> rock like soccer dude who was oh, unique yeah. because he was the only one where you flipped the torso um the other way yeah because he kicked the other exactly. guys were chopping around and he's kicking uh there was a sort of like there was a sort of like a uh i, I think he was black with claws and he yes. had like a weird yeah a weird like now hexagon face now there's one more there's oh, one fuck. more it's gonna be the green one isn't it oh crap okay there's one more oh shit <laughs> So there's the green one who kind of has like his face is like not I won't want to say his face is pointed but it's like uh I forget his weapon too. Oh, his weapon was an axe. Was it an axe? Okay. Yeah, I have that one. So so yeah, the, so there was him, there was the axe guy, the green axe guy. And then blue. Yep. That's that's the one I was thinking I'm of. I'm trying to remember what the blue even looked like i remember all of these guys' masks except for bl- blue is the one who i can't the blue one was like it, it almost looked kind of like a like a diving suit cuz it was water what was his was his weapon a trident what was his weapon i can't remember what his weapon was um it must have been su- a trident i'm going to guess it's a trident probably <laughs> but um so i had so, and apparently I was one of the few people that bought this thing because apparently it's rare and someone bought it from me for like three times what it, what I bought it for. Um, they have this exosuit that you could put these guys in. I don't know if you remember this thing. Like you could put them in another suit that made them bigger. Yeah. And I sold it on eBay for like 60 bucks. Fuck, dude. <laughs> were these all out of these were all out of package too all so out of package yeah used i like i didn't have any of the boxes or anything i wonder i wonder if there's like a piecemeal i wonder if there's a market not just for like the complete sets but also the pieces no i'm for certain pieces uh, maybe. if it's a rare piece okay so that reminds me because there was a piece okay when my when my grandma uh passed away i was at college and i wasn't able to go to the house and grab all my old legos so they sold the house i don't know if they threw them away or something but they sold the house with my legos kind of just thrown away or something and there was a piece in that lego set or in that collection of legos that was integral to making my old millennium falcon well great and I, 
Yeah, and it's a rare piece, and I had to buy it to complete my Millennium Falcon. And guess how much I spent on that piece, that single piece, when I was uh, trying to rebuild this Falcon a few years ago? $15? A little... It was 20 but yeah, you, you yeah, got the right ballpark. Yeah, it was in that ballpark. And yeah, there are some pieces that are worth that much. I think I looked up, because I was trying to kind of also pare down how many pieces I had. So I did some research on ones that I thought, okay, this might, might be a rare one. It's kind of a unique shape. And I have a few that are worth like between 3 and $5. So I was like, okay, interesting. I would have just had that like, fuck everything table flip moment of finding out that, oh yeah, I need a $20 piece to complete this, it'd be like, well, looks like this is never getting completed. And then I would just sell it and like swear up and down that it had every piece for some <laughs> shit. I don't know. I don't know how I could justify doing that. I just don't have space. I'm like getting to a point where it's just like, I had stuff I wanted to bring out here. And now it's just like, I don't think I want that anymore. Like, the yeah. Genesis and the PS2, the PS2 maybe there's might be some like validity to having that out here, but the, but with Genesis, the Genesis you can emulate all that exactly. Crap. So it's like why? But I don't know. It's just like I don't. There's just other stuff. But yeah, like moving's a pain. I don't oh, want to move anymore. It's terrible. But I mean, you got to do it sometimes. You gotta do it sometimes, but you know, like, especially with me having had that, like, one semester of school, like, out of nowhere, and just trying to figure out logistics, and then, like, living here for six months, and then moving again, like, I've been on six-month leases for arguably the last three, yeah, I would argue, like, the last, like, three moves, so I've, like, moved three you know, if you want to get technical, maybe four times in the past year. Yeah, that's that's like, rough. Sucks. It sucks. But yeah. So. So what else have you? Is that all been all you've been selling? Is just Legos with Jar Jar and Bionicle. A few other things. Um, I had. Honestly, a lot of my a lot of the stuff I needed to get rid of. I was just like, fuck it. I don't want to. I don't even want to bother with these. I'll just take it to. Um. To goodwill and just yeah. take that tax bonus, which I they have this app called It's Deductible. It's like a TurboTax thing. You just put in oh, what yeah? you donated, and it tells you what tax credit you're gonna get. So at the end of the year, I'm gonna get like a thirty dollar tax credit for these things oh, I donated to Goodwill. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, it just like holds down like all of the the donations you've made over the course of the year. Exactly. Can you also like scan receipts and shit so it'll hold on to that information? Um, I, I don't think know what you goes can, into that. But with the yeah. Goodwill one, since it's um just a form you fill out, it's basically the same. It's kind of just based on your word of. It's just kind of your. They're kind of taking your word for it, which is kind of hilarious. But you know. Well, yeah. Huh. Such so just like any other taxes, you're they're, you're giving your word a lot of times and then hope that you don't get audited. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, uh, can you back any of this shit up? It's like, fuck. I think, I'm not sure if we, I think we're like, we get like minor nudges and audits every now and then. So like, I still haven't gotten my federal tax return. I've got oh, really? my, I've gotten my California and Ohio. The California one was big and then I owed Ohio 50 bucks because fuck Ohio. But 
Yeah, I haven't got my federal back, and the reason why my mom was like, yeah, they gave us a call, like, maybe three weeks ago, asking for more information. Oh. And I'm like, well, cool, great. Well, shit. I don't, I don't know if it's, like, I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's a random selection thing, or if they look at, like, your take-home and your employment records or something, and, like then like flag it and be like this person may or may not have missed things i don't know hmm. i mean i i thought it was kind of random but i don't really know what their criteria is criteria um but luckily i i got my return like a couple weeks after i submitted so i was pretty happy about it yeah they apparent i should hopefully be getting it in like the next two or something we know we know what i'm getting but they needed to like reaffirm shit that they wanted to make sure I was who I said I was. So I don't know. They were they looked you up on Facebook and they're just like, Who's this guy? This is not Joe Boda. This is Joe Bobo. This is just Joe Bobo 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 Bobo. Why is your why is your sex scratched out? Yeah, what is Because I don't want the feds to find me. Why are you constantly blazed? I what? No, that's crazy. You're being crazy. I was just waiting here at the DMV for two hours, oh, pacing gosh. back and forth. No, I was not I'm going to need to get a Kansas driver's license. You are? Oh. Because... What, what's the criteria for there? Yeah. Well, the criteria, as far as I can tell, um, I... For, as far as I can tell, their rules are pretty relaxed because I asked somebody else that just recently got their Kansas driver's license after moving from out of state. They said, yeah, I just paid the fee and uh, took an eye exam. They're like, okay, you're cool. Go ahead. Here it is. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, that's the way it is with most places. The, the DMV I went to did require me to take like the written test, which, you know, those written tests now that I'm a 23-year-old adult are really easy with the exception of when they get really specific with fucking fines and shit. Yeah, so, or or the ones I hate is like, how many feet are you supposed to be away from a fire hydrant? It's like, I don't know. Is it 15? Is it 20? I don't fucking know. It's like, how about as many as I can get? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have that question, but that's because California is nice enough to paint our curbsides like red. And that's, from what I can tell, that's like that everywhere in this state like city or suburbia but no like some of the real good ones are like oh yeah if you dispose an animal on the side of the road what like what could possibly happen and it's like first first answer is it's not illegal but highly ill-advised or it's a thousand dollar fine or it's a three-year jail penalty and i'm like I'm going to guess it's a $1,000 fine, but I wasn't going to do that anyway, but thank you for making sure I knew that. <laughs> it's just like really specific shit like that where it's like, well, I was going to generally believe that that was like a bad move to begin with, so why would I do that? But okay. Yeah. And then the only other thing, though, I think with California, though, is like motorcycles out here operate on different rules than a lot of the rest of the United States, so they do ask those questions as well as like, uh, you know, who has the right of way in this situation? Motorcycle always mm. like motor motorcycles are given very, a lot of privileges out here. Yeah. Like with that, special parking spaces, special parking spaces. Well, they can <laughs> lane split. 
Yeah. They can travel in what is the carpool lane because they're technically low emissions vehicles. Um, you know, they, they have all of that. And so they just want to make sure, you know, they can do like, wheelies. Yeah. They can pop a wheelie forward or back. Um, 360, no scope, but yeah, no. So it was, I mean, that's how, yeah, I don't know. Like, I wasn't sure if there was any criteria for Kansas because like for here I could in theory have my Ohio license out here until it expires. Um, yeah, I, I could also have it here in theory for that long. Um, the re- only reason why <laughs> and this is kind of funny. The only reason why I was uh, going to get it um, renewed was because I wanted to vote. Oh yeah, or, or changed over because I wanted to vote, and I can't vote in Kansas unless I have some sort of identification saying that I live in Kansas. Mm-hmm. And none of my other identifications says I live in Kansas. It also says I live in Ohio. Well, so they'd be sometimes like, nope, you can't bills, vote here. Bills will sometimes, if you have a lease or a bill, that can yeah. act as proof of residency. But if you're like that, California requires you to have a license by the time you are voting. So it probably is like that too in Kansas. Exactly. So that's why I was just going to do the easy thing, pay the 20 bucks to get my license or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was a thing like I didn't really think about when I was getting my license of it's like, oh, they're like, would you also like to register to vote? I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I guess so. And then I went and it's like, which party do you register with? And I'm like, I don't actually know the ru- like the rules for like uh, primary stuff out here. But as far as I understand, it really, like, would not... I I registered Democrat, and I mean, like, of course, I kind of align with that anyway, but it was also one of those things where it's like, well, do I want to be independent? And then I had to think about it. It's like, wait, does the Democratic primary, do I have to be a Democrat to vote in that? Because let's be honest. If if you're an independent, you can't vote in the primaries. See, and that was kind of my thinking behind it. Because it's like, at the end of the day, I will always want to be independent because I don't like that label. But I'm like, let's be honest, which party actually matters? I'm in California here. Like, there's no Republican will ever win this state unless they themselves are from the, uh, from like, California representing us and the federal government, which at that point, I don't think either one of our senators are Republican and whatever house member is Republican is not going to get any presidential nomination in the Republican party. So like that's never going to factor. So registering as a Democrat, that's what I did. Mm. So I guess, I, I guess that's a perk. I guess I'm doing my ballot by mail because fuck going to a polling station. Oh yeah, it's all the rage. <laughs> all the rage. The the hip new thing, voting. Vote voting by mail. Because you know everyone else has such a busy day job. Yeah, that it's difficult. Allegedly. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I've just yeah, I the only thing I've really been playing at all has been some Rayman on my Vita, just because. I'm getting really far into that game, uh, farther than I ever did on the PS3 version. Um, really, what what about the Vita makes it more like? I think what just makes it one it's handheld, and it's just there, and it's just easy to pick up and play a level, and then put it down because the okay. levels are pretty short. That makes sense. Um, I think I think about that. I 
I need to find my 3DS and pull that back out because I find myself increasingly just staring at the wall and it's like, <laughs> wait, I have things I could be doing. I have entertainment. I have entertainment, but then I have to turn on the TV and then I need to switch to HDMI 1 and then I need to turn on the PS4 and, oh shit, do I really want to play this right now? Ah, the <laughs> shrooms are kicking in. Ah, ah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've just been doing other things. I I don't know. I've been getting out a lot lately, which is kind of good, I hope. It's always good. It's never yeah. bad, in you my opinion. You might have seen, like, the last two weekends, I basically have gone downtown and done drinky things. I saw you touch a rock. A rock? That, well, that's on your profile picture. That was with John, though. Oh, also, that, yeah, that was, like, a month ago at that You also point. got real upset at some shoes in a trash can. Yeah, there were some nice shoes. You were really upset In a trash that. can. It's like, what are they do? Why? Were they, were they nice shoes, though? Did you look inside of those shoes? Joe, Can you? I, I was drunk. I don't. I, don't I know remember. you were drunk, but you're like these are. I looked at. It, it's like, yeah, those are shoes. What's in them? It's like <laughs> someone take a shit in these shoes. You're like, you're like, who would put out these perfectly nice shoes? And I'm just like, Peter, you don't know where that's been. <laughs> None of us know. Uh, it just was so random. But yeah, because I was I was downtown in um. Oh my gosh! Now I'm gonna blank on what this power and light is called. Power not and pa- light district. Not, not not power and light. It's um, Westport. It's kind oh. of a collegey like drink. It's it's one of those areas that on Friday and Saturday nights they block it off so that traffic can't go there because oh, yes. so many people are drunk there. Awesome. So those we are were the best places. Yeah, we were in the blocked off quarantine zone. <laughs> <laughs> no one's coming in. No one's getting out. Exactly You're here until the morning. <laughs> Yeah, and that was fun. I've gone on some dates. Things might be happening. I'm not sure. I don't the, know yet, Joe. Just, you say that, and then, like, two months later... I mean, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Well, okay, so I went... I was on a good path. I was dating this one chick, and she seemed like she liked me. And then all of a sudden, just, like, nothing. Just not a word from her for, like, a week. And I'm just okay. like... And I'm just like, uh... I, uh. I asked her... Hey, I know you mentioned you wanted to go to this Guns N' Roses concert with me. Are you? Do you still want to go? Like, I haven't heard from you. And then she's like, oh, sorry. I didn't know how to tell you, but some guy that I dated before decided he, he was cool with dating again. So I've been, I want to go out with him instead. I'm like, huh. okay. I mean, that's fine. Okay. That's just kind of weird. It's a weird, weird thing to be really upfront about, but okay. Yeah. yeah so, but yeah. Yeah. So then I yeah. Yeah. And I went to that Guns N' Roses concert. <laughs> I was yeah. Yeah. It's like that what what more can you say to that? It's like yeah, uh-huh. It, that just I mean, happened. Hmm. In my opinion, it's kinda weird that someone that turned it's you down little, you would go back to because it's like, oh, you already know you're the second choice. But you know, well, for each their own, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Such as such as life. So wait. So you went to the Guns N' Roses concert. Oh, was I Axel, did. Was Axel was Axel was Axel sitting down? No, he, he, his, his, he has made a full recovery. He was All running right, around, excellent. jumping around. Ju- he jumped on the speakers a few times and was just doing stuff. He was just doing stuff. He was, he was doing singing. stuff. He, I think he lost some weight. He seems slightly slimmer than what he looked at Coachella. Yeah, they're. I'm sure they're like putting him through like some rigors 
They're making like, him do crunches, yeah. They're like, you wouldn't have broken your fucking foot if you weren't such a fucking fat ass. And he's like, <laughs> ah, take me home. Oh, <laughs> uh, but okay. So this was this concert was pretty awesome though, because with the Coachella crowd, it was it was nice to be like, oh, this is the first showing. But a lot of the people at Coachella, like, just as even as as I was leaving the concert, I remember last time, they were like, oh wow. I'd never heard Guns N' Roses before. This was cool. And I'm like, oh. But this crowd was like, everyone fucking was going ballistic. Everyone was going crazy. Kansas, just people here like Guns N' Roses. Well, yeah, because everyone there was like in their mid-40s. Exactly. I saw the Snapchats. I know. It's because they all had gray hair. Oh. That's why they were going crazy, Peter. You're in love with... You're in love with... A middle-aged 40-year-old woman uh, named Guns and Roses. There were some younger people there, though, which was kind of oh, cool. Always, of course. Yeah, but no, there were quite a few older folks. And it was kind of funny, though, because I was doing some people watching because I was just like, okay, let's see these people. And it seemed to be a few different types of people. There were the people that's clear that they are like metalheads or like hard rock fans that are all tatted up. And they're like in their 40s and they're going to this concert and they have their original like Guns N' Roses touring tee from the 80s. <laughs> and then there's the folks that it's like, okay, clearly these people have kids. They're just, you know, old, an older couple, which those ones are funny because I always feel like the, the woman takes way better care of herself than the guy. So like the guy will be kind of pudgy and fat while the girl is like clearly still in shape. I was like, yeah, Man, what a life. <laughs> what a life and then there's the younger people that were with their friends or a group of friends and there okay there was this one guy so it was Alice in Chains uh, and Guns N' Roses and so Alice in Chains went first and there was this guy that clearly he was there for Alice in Chains and was not caring about the Guns N' Roses but the all the time that Alice in Chains was playing he was freaking out he was dancing around and then this other guy was there and started he was like kind of doing like um, air guitar and he was like oh my man and they like give each other <laughs> high fives and like we're doing air guitar together I was like man they just made friends just based off of loving this band I mean you have to like when you're <laughs> when you're there for the uh, opener totally yeah, yeah which, which is kind of funny because like during the opener um, the, the crowd was very sparse and I was like oh shit did they not sell this out like is there going to be not that many people here but no it was just during the opener as soon as Guns N' Roses was on stage the entire place was crowded and freaking the fuck out it was pretty great I mean it was kind of like that at the um, MCR Blink 182 concert like six years ago too it's you know, I was mainly there I was there for MCR but that was more so because I was the most familiar with their discography I was just kind of getting into Blink-182 yeah. or at least liking the stuff outside of uh, outside of Enema of the State and that shit and so but that was the thing is like MCR by comparison with Blink-182's presence was tame uh, I mean it was almost as full but you know the lights were still like mostly on and of course the pyrotechnics were not as intense oh yeah but yeah and i feel like that would be the case is like when you're seeing seeing alice in chains or guns and roses it's like the problem with it is if you're going to just see alice in chains you're you know you're paying probably a lot more money than you have to and if you're going to go see guns and roses well i don't see those demographics crossing over too much i mean no. they're, they're similar but they're not like the same 
generation. In no, my opinion. I mean, by the time Alice in Chains was getting popular, Guns N' Roses had already broken up. So, <laughs> yeah, it'd be like it was like the Sticks concert I went to, also like seven or eight years ago. They didn't have an opener, but I can imagine that there's like no band on earth that could open for Sticks now yeah like it, that wouldn't be like a bigger band than sticks yeah exactly like anyone maybe who, like journey would be similar but yeah but yeah any any band that is still together from that era is probably bigger than sticks yeah <laughs> any any band that is still together so yeah that seems seems to be the case with allison they probably would have been, been better not having the opener but i'm Sure, it was probably some compromise with the venue where Allison Chains is like, fine, we'll, we'll get a kickback from this, yeah. so let's do it. Oh, and it's funny. I think I told you this, but at the Coachella show, there was someone that just kept yelling, play, no- play November Rain! November Rain! Play November Rain! Same thing here. There was some random dude that's just like, fucking play November Rain! Play it! November I'm like, it- okay, dude, we get it. You like November Rain. You really it's, like it. It's it's one of those songs where, like, I think a lot of people are just kind of like, eh. And then there's, like, a small handful of people who swear by it, which, you know, it's not the it's not the worst. I mean, it's not a bad song, but no. it's not. It's just kind of funny because it's like, dude, they're going to fucking play it. Like, just, just yeah, wait. Yeah, of course. But, um, yeah, it, it, so it was basically the same show. Is it like the same? They had the same intros, like the same kind of like visual stuff, which you would expect. It's like part of the same tour, right? Um, but just now, Axel was actually able to move around, so that was like an entirely new thing. And I, at first, I was kind of scared. Like I, I mentioned this before, I thought, okay, is it just because he's sitting that he's able to like do the vocal performance pretty well? But clearly, he must be doing some sort of like training his voice at this point because he was able to really he was running around and doing some stuff that I wasn't expecting him to do at his at his age slash weight and was still able to sing without being like you know uh, low loss of breath or anything like that like he okay there was there are parts where he um he just chucked the mic stand just across the stage like for I don't know why just you know get this mic stand out of the way <laughs> just throw it I'm done with this <laughs> get this away oh I forgot to say I have a phobia of mic stands <laughs> and then he was doing the same thing that he did in Coachella where he kept switching up his clothes like oh yeah he, he would change his hat or his shirt and every once in a while it would be a shirt where I was like that's a weird one and this was the best one the best one was he had a shirt that just said the bitch is back that's uh, surprisingly self aware I know I was just like man <laughs> what are you trying to say Axel I mean does he look like a bitch <laughs> I don't know if you now that he's lost a little bit of weight if you kind of squint a little bit he kind of looks like younger Axel slightly Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. You can kind of see it. The thing, though, is... And I love Axel. Well, for for better or worse, I kind of love him. And then I love Slash, und- undoubtedly. But they kept... They were definitely giving most of the screen time to Axel and Slash. But I was close enough to the stage that I could see the other members. And Richard Fortas, which he's, like, the, the secondary guitar player. Like, the... You know... 
rhythm guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was putting work in and they were not like zooming up on him at all. Like I could see that he was, he was hopping around. He was like flipping his guitar around and they weren't even like showing it on screen. I was like, man, they're missing some excellent like guitar moves over here. They're missing the shred. They are. But I guess people that are close to the stage can enjoy that. I mean, yeah, it's that, that's, that's why you pay. That's why you pay the money. They're not going to spoil good parts of the show to the plebs in the back who decide to cheap out. Yeah. Which I was like towards the middle. I didn't buy the super expensive tickets, but my tickets were like a hundred bucks. There are other tickets that were closer to like 200 or 300. Oh, that's fine. So it's not so bad, but I didn't get the cheap $30 tickets. No. Well, <laughs> the, the one, the lawn seats where you the, literally just lay out a picnic. <laughs> uh, no, so cloth. this was in a this was in our uh, the the Chiefs football stadium. So, ah. the, the, so the cheap tickets are the ones that are like in the upper upper stands behind the speakers. Pretty much, you can't really see shit. <laughs> Certainly better than the five dollar seats in the locker room. <laughs> can't see shit from there. Oh, but yeah, as I was leaving the concert, though, there was this drunk guy that was just yelling like a madman like he was pissed off i don't know what he was pissed off about i don't know how you could be angry after this concert but he was he wanted off. more songs from chinese democracy oh my god Actually, he was okay. really ready for chinese democracy i tweeted about this but they having chinese democracy songs in that concert i think is a mistake I mean, literally, literally, Joe, as soon as any Chinese democracy song started, people would sit down and just stop paying attention. People around me were just on their phones. They're just waiting for the other songs to play. Like it it was a real like it was it stopped the momentum of the concert. Luckily, all the other songs were so good that people would put up with the, the bullshit. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some like contract obligation by either either something that Axel worked in or something that pos- probably like the recording studio because you know concerts probably do a lot to drive this some of the sales of yeah uh you know s- records or just music so they probably make see to it that a good representation across the entire library is there i mean if if not from Axel who owns the band then from whatever record company is in charge of publishing their shit. Yeah. And sometimes I wonder if Axel just has a chip on his shoulder and he just keeps playing those songs because he's just like, no, you'll like them. You'll fucking like them. I wrote them. These are my, my songs. I bet you, I bet you it's, it's something a little bit deeper. Like I bet you, I bet you it's a recording studio. Like I, you know, you know how the the music industry is fucked. Like just, it really with, is. When I looked into it, like how radios can like, you know, how the whole radio thing works. And, you know, it's it's a flat fee to I forget what organization, but this organization is basically an umbrella um, organization that acts over like six different recording or record labels. And from there, someone was like, yeah, that encapsulates about 95% of all music. And I'm like, wait, what? Hold on. And they're like, yeah, these six companies own like 95% of all of these record deals or all these like, you know, all all this music. And I'm like, that's a lot. Like that's a, that's an oligopoly if I've ever seen it for something like for an industry that is like based on creativity. The fact that 
six or less like essentially mega corporations own licensing to all of that is like fucking amazing to me. You you know you like have dipped your toe into something sinister when you don't even recognize the company names anymore, and it's like, oh. wait, you mean this owns like all these others? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's I, yeah, the music industry is a a crazy beast that I still don't understand. So I'm a lot of times I'm amazed that anything ever happens with with music, like. Like what is it? Um, I remember this was a factor when uh, when uh, when I was dating Jessica and we would watch um, Scrubs, and the Scrubs episodes on Netflix had different music to them because they couldn't get the music licenses. It's like man, like that's how far it goes to where like literally they just can't get the licenses to these songs for a TV show. Like, ugh, ugh, yeah, ugh. Uh, speaking of licenses, I'm waiting for aftermarket 480s, RX 480s. Oh, really? I'm waiting for someone other than AMD to release a 480 card. Oh, you mean the partner cards? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, yeah aftermarket. So like, yes. right, so I'm building my brother's PC right now. I'm actually on. I'm actually texting him right now as well. And I think I'm going with the 480. Dude, did you read the um the Digital Foundry breakdown on that thing? So, I've like not read a review, but I've read a lot of like summaries and it seems that it has a very high power draw for performance that I hear it's like performance is like fine. But it, the power draw is like a lot more than it should be. Well, there's it's, like a perf- it's better than AMD has done in the past. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so, yes. So it's but. it's about as powerful as a 970, and it's about as power efficient efficient as a 970. But since Nvidia put out the 1070, and the 1070 is like so much more efficient than the 970, now people are comparing the 1070 to it and be like, "But this thing's so much more efficient." I'm like, yeah, but you know, AMD, they're always kind of a generation behind when it comes to power efficiency. Yeah, I mean, the one big issue with how they have set it up now, and I think this is something that people are hoping the aftermarket ones will fix, is that they are using a six-pin um, for its power draw, and I think. So I think the power draw was estimated. Again, I'm going to start pulling some numbers out of my ass because I don't have them in front of me. But like the power draw was like something north of 150. Yeah, that's that's the range they're going for. 150. Well, 100. It's north of 150 watts. So like 160. And the recommended uh, wattage for a six pin, I want to say, was is actually 150. So basically, they are exceeding the amount as it stands right now with the six pin and I don't know like what the like how much different they can make it but as I understand it aftermarket cards might make it eight pin like a lot of uh NVIDIA cards are actually the 770 I have is eight pin mm-hmm. which you know I mean I, I looked into it and they're like yeah I know it's like within tolerance but it's just you know it's not gonna like destroy your computer but it'd be yeah. like overclocking so it's gonna make it a little un- unstable if the power draw gets too out of whack yeah i mean just in general i would not buy a reference card like i i wouldn't even buy an nvidia reference card like there's no point you should always buy the other offerings because typically they have better cooling solutions and stuff like that um 
Especially yeah. with AMD, I think their cooling solution is kind of weak compared it is. to the other uh, manufacturers. Well, even their CPUs had this issue with their where their power efficiency was like re- like awful. Like it, it it had an incredible power draw, and the amount of like the flops they were getting still fell well short and even like hyper threading yeah. didn't really solve the issue that was what i think it was was it like pile it was either pile driver or bulldozer or whatever that architecture was was like infamous for being running way too hot totally um, okay so now i'm looking at the stats so compared to their last generation card it's like 30 percent more power efficient but that's just not enough of a difference to to catch them up with nvidia Right. As far as efficiency is concerned. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it won't be too bad. The PSU I'm going to put into this is a 550. Uh, that should the be C- fine. The CPU is an i5. I want to... Is it a 5660? I need to check it again, but it's... Yeah. It, the, the wattage should be fine, even yeah, with this card. Yeah. And in this card, from what I'm looking at, um, and the Digital Foundry has an entire breakdown of it, like, it's a really impressive card for the price. Like, it's ridiculous. Right. Like... I would have expected something in this power range to be like three hundred dollars or more, but it's only two hundred. So, yeah. So exciting times. I, 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 I'll, I'll be interested to hear what my brother has to say. Uh, when I eventually get this PC to him, it's going to be a. What is this? Is this a? It's either a mini ITX or a mini ATX. I always mix those up. Like I do. I know one's smaller than the other one, but I don't know which one is smaller, the A or the I. Yeah. Well, th- here's the thing: is it didn't make much of a fucking difference. <laughs> so I got I got a thermal tech case, which is like really like well regarded as being a good um, mini ATX ITX, and I got it. And you know, so you mount the board um, instead of you doing it vertically, you do it horizontally in this. Uh, case. So because of it, the case is short and fat. And you know, that sounds fine until you look over at my massive PC. And in all honesty, the dimensions, I think the mini ATX could potentially hold more water. Like, I think the volume is larger. I'm convinced the volume mm. is larger. It has a larger profile. So I'm kind of like, kind of pissed because you know it's like well the, I was hoping I could make this more like small make it smaller but it looks like it's just going to come out like every other desktop PC but at least it'll stack real nice you can put some fucking water on top of this shit it'll be fine run for days but yeah I need to I'm waiting on the PSU I'm going to buy the card hopefully in the next like week and then yeah have that out to him awesome uh but uh yeah uh twitch adds cheering is this a part of their so twitch twitch has made it so that you can now donate directly yeah to streamers. They, they call that cheering which is basically you know those cam sites where you can kind of tip people some money and it dings. oh do i oh yeah do you know I? I run one of those myself oh yeah you do some private yeah every every every, uh every thursday thursday at six my number my number out yeah just uh just skype call qd69x uppercase x lowercase x and then it's like a heart where you have like a you have a 
greater than sign greater, greater and a three, three. Yeah. greater greater than three um like you know like a double chin heart but you <laughs> yeah. know so, yeah that's just skype that skype that name every thursday at six two dollar donations cheer me cheer me cheer me on so yeah cheer they me. have that now which is kind of interesting i wonder how that's gonna play into like, I wonder if this is going to be adopted very much. Like, just the idea of people buying some credits and just dropping them down when they're... It's ha- going to be a forced adoption. They're going to do something to further incentivize it. Right now, it's already, like, they're trying to incentivize it with, like, chat features. I'm going to guarantee they're going to take this one step further, and they're going to, like, make this into, like, a premium service. They're going to do something where they're going to take this monetization and offer additional perks to streamers who adopt it. I don't know what it's going to be, but they're going to do something. They're going to fuck this up is what I'm saying, Peter. They're going to I mean, ruin Twitch. They're going to drive it into the ground now that they are monetizing things directly. Whereas before, it was all kind of like, eh, we're just happy that you're making our site popular. It's like how YouTube went. YouTube started yeah. to get all these views and they were happy everyone was using their service, but then they were like, we can make money off of this. Let's monetize. And now everyone hates YouTube. I really hope that they try to redesign some of the legacy pages that they have rather than just try to tack on more money making things. I've given, I'm just, I've given up. I'm just happy that people have been able to use the Twitch API in interesting ways because I don't go to Twitch. Every time I watch a Twitch stream, it's through some other like medium, like speedrunslive.com. Yeah. It's it organizes its shit way better or for Salty Bet. Or Salty Bet. <laughs> or Salt honestly, yeah, I mean, well, I mean Salty Bet is kind of like that page. So, that's one thing, but I mean like as far as navigating and finding shit to watch because I like I want to use Twitch the way I use TV, you know, it's like live TV with multiple channels. And the way it does it right now is it organizes it by game, but I kind of want to make it more of a background sort of thing. I don't want to have to think about it. And the last thing I want on in the background is fucking League of Legends all day. So that's why I use speedruns live because it's like, oh, well, some guy, there's a thousand people watching someone uh, speedrun Buck Bumble. Yeah, okay, I'll watch it. I'll put this on. I might not pay attention, but I like that sort of interface better than what Twitch does. So I've just given up on Twitch ever redesigning anything. And I'm just going to rely on other websites to do that for me. Because I, I think it's really difficult to like, to satisfy the markets. You have those, those, those kids who want to watch Minecraft videos all day. So they'll just search for Minecraft, you know, then you have people like me who just want background noise but don't want to listen to like competitive streams. So you use speedruns live. So that organizes it that way by like game and viewership. I mean, it's just, there, there are better ways and you need to satisfy different markets. And I don't think, I don't think Twitch cares about like any other way of organizing this other than putting league of legends up front. That's just how it is. That's who goes to Twitch, Peter, the league people, the league people, degenerates, <laughs> delinquents yeah so I'm yeah we'll see we'll see what cheering does we'll see we'll see if you'll get like a gold kappa or some shit I don't fucking know memes maybe they could get like a sensible filter system 
so you don't have people dropping the N-word throughout your stream. That'd Oblivious nice. to you, that would be great. Don't have to get some damn monitor moderators. Um, Speaking of streams, PS4 drops you stream. The flags are at half-mast in honor of Ustream being dropped. <laughs> in honor of SIG's 667, guy jamming out on his guitar on Ustream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Absolute so you. apparently, I guess the idea of what this... Didn't they get bought by IBM or something, Ustream? Yeah, like you, I also get my information from the giant bombcast. Yeah, so apparently they got bought by IBM and the idea is that they're trying to switch to be more of a uh, business provider of stream content. And so the PlayStation integration doesn't fall into their, uh, their plans anymore. So they, they're dropping that. I just don't, I don't, this is going to turn out like fucking Silicon Valley. I don't understand the enterprise usage for a service like Twitch and yet somehow someone is going to make a lot of money off of this maybe i don't Probably. know it's ibm the only play, the only thing i can think of is um so we do at garmin we watch some um maybe like once every few weeks we watch some streams of some like talks about like tech talks and stuff like that like there's this pretty good one about node.js that we watch that's called how to node which is pretty cool okay and they but they just stream on youtube so i don't know if this would be like if at some point you stream would be like competing with them to do the businessy streams. I, I have no idea. The only thing that I mean, like I can't see you tw- uh, stream itself as it like an enterprise solution, but I wonder if there's something like, I wonder if IBM just wants to buy like sort of the pipeline that goes into managing streams and then maybe wants to apply that, in some other way? Like, I don't... I don't know. Like, I don't know, like, what IBM does in that space. So, uh, maybe it's not necessarily the site and services itself that it's after, but rather the proprietary software written for that whole setup. I don't know. I don't know. We'll probably we'll probably never hear of Ustream again. It's probably over. The dream is dead. The dream is dead. The no dream more. is dead. No more risque PlayStation they're, streams. They're going to start something. IBM is going to start something internally with this stuff, and then it's going to dissolve, and then we'll never hear about it. Nothing is going to come of this, or nothing that we're going to hear about. So, bye, Ustream. I'll miss you. We still got Daily Motion. Oh, boy. And they don't give a fuck. They do not. I have, There's so much porn on Daily Motion. That was the place. <laughs> when YouTube started to take down raunchy shit, Daily Motion, that was the place to go. That was <laughs> the last bastion of freedom on the internet before like, before porn sites started to become safe. Which, that's debatable even now. But, safer. Safer. More, more notable. Bef- before they stopped like popping up 30 different ads whenever you would get to the site yeah it it, it 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 started around the time where porn sites stopped putting fucking X's in their names and decided that they needed to grow up a little bit a little bit again it's all relative um oh yeah so that's why PS4 dropped them because 
they're they're no longer existing. Uh, tap my Katamari is the stretch goal for the Zucchini Thumbs Tapper website. Oh yes, yes. Once we get far enough, you will start to let you start tapping massive balls that will then grow and cult- accumulate fingerprints on them. Yep, yep, yep. Such that we will turn that fingerprint dust into stars. And then maybe one day we shall reach Pluto. Joe, they've girl. made Katamari into a tap, into a tapper or a clicker, I, whatever you want to call it. Where can I find this? I need this in my it's life. On, it's on the App Store. Great. Wait, uh, Apple App Store? It's on iOS and Android. Oh, excellent. Well, I found my time waste for the bus. Just tap that, tap that thing. It, tap if it, it has the charm of Katamari, Katamari tap Mossy? <laughs> tap Mossy? Tapamari Damasi? We tap Katamari? I mean, that's not quite a pun, but it's... Uh, tap tap my Katamari? Tap my Katamari. There we did. Tap my Katamari. Oh, wait. That's wait. the actual name. Never Fuck. mind. That's not, that's not <laughs> as good. I don't like that. I don't like that one one bit because I didn't come up with it. It's cool. I'm downloading this as we speak. PS Plus July. Yes, they have revealed the games that are coming to PS Plus in July. What are the games, Peter? Because uh, PS4, we got Fury. I don't know what... F- is it Fury or Furry? I don't know. I don't know about right. this one. Furry this- has two R's in it. Fury has one. Let's hope it's the former. Well, it's Fury with an I. What? That's like not F- a word. F-U-R-I. F-U-R-I? Yep. Oh, that's Fu-Rai. That's Fu-Rai. That's Fu-Rai. Chinese. <laughs> Fu-Rai. So whatever that is, for, for I don't know what that is. Porn. But we got, and then we got Saints Row got out of hell, which cool. That's that that should be fun. Um, and then for PS3, we got Call of Juarez Bound in Blood. I played a Call of Juarez game once. I think it was a different one though. So maybe this, I don't, I don't know. From what I remember, it's not going to be good. I don't think any of them are actually good. Well, from what I remember, there are some. It's like hit or miss. There were some that were like decent, like seven ish, and then there were some that were just fucking terrible. So, <laughs> I yeah, seven isn't even worth my time. Yeah, then Fat Princess, which have they given this out before? Because I think Fuck, I already no, have they it. haven't. They have not. That if they have, it was like oh. one of the weird Vita offshoots. I must have bought it then. I, I know. I know I have they it have on my hard drive already. I mean, they may have given. So here's the thing: is I've been a PS Plus member since shit. How since long have PS4? I been a PS Plus? I think it predated that a little bit. I think I know I had it. I know I had it a little bit before you. Just maybe. Yeah, you you've had it for a little bit longer. I feel like it may have been 2010. No, no, probably more like 2011. Probably like 2011, Wait, well, no, wait. They didn't even have it fucking then, did they? I don't know. I think it started. It started like a few years before PS4 came out, so maybe like twenty. Yeah, I think it started around twenty ten or twenty eleven, and I Did didn't. It? And at first, I thought it was dumb, so I didn't even sign up until maybe like twenty twelve. I think. I'm I'm trying to remember because I know like I was in it. You must have bought it because I, I probably bought. It. it was probably on sale for like five bucks. I was like, huh, 
It must have been. Because I, I remember you had shit like The Last Guy and shit oh, like that. But The Last so Guy I, is fantastic. Well, it is fantastic, but I wouldn't have put it past you to get something like Fat Princess at some point in time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I buy a lot of dumb things. I mean, yes, you do. You, you buy $20 Lego pieces, but... I I mean, I'm just saying that I have amassed a large enough PlayStation Plus collection, and I don't see it in there, so I'm just going to assume that it has not. Because haven't they already, like, dipped back into it, like, once? Haven't they already done that, like, once for an indie game? I feel like they have. They've gone back to the well. For Fat Princess? No, um, no, just in general. Like, I feel like they've done oh, other games already twice. I think so. I can't remember what game it was, though. I could have swore that there was at least one game that they reused once. I don't but think it, it had was been a, like a really long time. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Fat Princess. So we can finally play that like five years after it was ever relevant. Maybe. Yeah. Honestly, I was surprised that like, are the servers still up? I guess they must be. I mean, probably. They haven't they haven't iterated so much on it that they would have to take them down, I guess. I mean, if Demon Soul servers can last this long, I would hope that Fat Princess could be around as long. Demon Souls came out in 2009 for perspective, and that was a PS3 exclusive, so hmm. I don't know. Anything else from PS Plus? Yeah, we got the Vita games, which they keep doing this thing where they release a PSP game as a Vita game, quote unquote, because it's backwards compatible. But I don't like that. That's cheating. That's 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 bullshit, guys. They've been doing it for like the past like five months. So here are the Vita games. There's, I don't know how to say this, Orashika Tainted Bloodlines. I have no idea what this is. It's some I'm, anime, some anime Vita game. Some anime Vita game. I'm trying to think about that one. I, don't, I probably I don't know that one. Let me see. Here's the GameSpot review. What do they have to say about it? Um, where the hell do they put the scores at the at the end? There's not even a they score. Make you, they make you work for it. I don't see the score. Oh yeah, I have no idea what this game is. I have no idea what this is. Well, it has a four out of five on Metacritic. Well, that's wait what? Oh yeah, Metacritic. It um, looks fine. It's a JRPG. Yeah, I probably won't play it. And then uh, the PSP game that they're saying is a Vita game is Prince of Persia Revelations. I don't even need to know anything about that game to know it probably sucks ass. It probably, yeah. I'm being, it it, it seems like it's, you, it was a spinoff of that first series of Prince of Persia games name that came a, out in the early 2000s. Name a single anything that has the subtitle Revelations, that is good. Oh, my God. Name a single anything. Like, seriously, like... Assassin's Creed Revelations, it was okay. It was okay, but it was the weakest of that trilogy. It, yeah, it really was. <laughs> yeah. And it was probably the one that most people skipped. Probably. Brother, well... I mean, Brotherhood sold like gangbusters, so maybe it rode off of those coattails a bit. I, don't I mean, know. Revelations, you totally could have skipped. Oh yes, and Brotherhood. I did. Brotherhood had like real things happening. Revelations I, did not complete the story at all. I skipped every Assassin's Creed after two. Oh, but Brotherhood. Brotherhood I skipped okay. every Assassin's Creed. Every single one of them. Brotherhood ended on a cliffhanger, and they never explained that 
in any of the subsequent games. That pisses me the fuck off. It, I mean, if you want to be fair, two kind of ended on a cliffhanger. But they explained it in Brotherhood. Did they? Fuck. Okay. Well, and then that 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 kind of continues because who? What even happened in three? I don't even remember. Nothing good. Nothing. Nothing has happened. The, the end of the world happens. It's my big issue is you would think with as much creative freedom as they could have in an Assassin's Creed game, they haven't like done a thorough job of exploring. Like, I mean, the pirate one was arguably the best because it's like, oh yeah, now we're giving you a ship. Like that's cool. But then yeah. past that, they've done nothing with the formula. Well, the rumor is that the new one will be uh, in Egypt and th- maybe that'll change the formula. So... This is another thing that I have an issue with. Why the fuck are there no Asians? Like, we've never been to Asia. We haven't been to Africa. Dude, like, you have so many other continents to explore. You can go anywhere. Because, you know, at this point, who knows what de- the fuck Desmond is? Or, well, no, you're not even Desmond anymore. You're... No, now it's just... You're, first person, now, man. Well, now it's... uh, They've expanded the tech to where they can just jump into any bloodline that they wanted to use. Yeah, so, like, why? I don't... See, that's, like, the thing that bothers me the most is you have written this in such a way that you could literally do anything. Like, you could put this anywhere. You could could put this in the fucking future. You can be in space. You know what? If if there was like proto humans, you could set it back then. Why why can we not be proto humans? Are they I, like I don't know that they can do it in the future. Do we not? No, like but, but the pro, like the proto humans who were Adam and Eve. Did oh, no one yeah, descend yeah. down that like is there no like but they've uh, uh, demigod shit going on? They've, See, they dropped that entire like concept though. They haven't talked about that since Brotherhood. But that's the thing is they could just make the next one be like, oh yeah, so now we need to go back in time. Oh, where to? Ancient Egypt? Feudal Japan? It's like, no. 10,000 BC. And they're like, ah, oh, fuck mammoths. And it's like, no. There's like magic shit. And they're like, what? It's like, here we go. <laughs> Magic shit. And that, 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 well, that's the thing, though, is like, you don't need, at this point, you don't really need a setup. The stories have, like, not that much setup. Totally. The, the whole premise has been ripped out under them. You can make shit up. You can say that 30 million years ago, there was some fucking proto human race that has since lost all of its history to the sands of time. What? Just, no, you no, know, that, just that's, fucking, a, that's another, uh, that's a different, this is a different, different game. game. But, but they could try it again. Ubisoft can leverage that Prince of Persia licensing and do a crossover with Assassin's Creed where they're going back to ancient, I guess Persia would be, but it's like really ancient, like like mammoth ancient. I'm, I, but so I digress. So, Joe, you're actually, you're actually incorrect as far as um, Assassin's Creed never being in Asia. No, I don't Assassin's care Creed about the PSP. Chronicles I, China. I'm not wrong because that game, no one cares about that game. I'm still <laughs> right. I want Assassin's Creed 6, or we're not even numbering them anymore. I want actually, a console. Yeah, I was going to say, we've, we've actually passed 6 at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I no, I want, no, I really want one in Asia. Like, like I mean, like, the cherry blossoms of feudal Japan. I don't want this mucky handheld bullshit. Get yeah, me, I I want I wanted to. I mean, there was a rumor for a while that they were going to do Japan, but then they did London instead. Oh yeah, great London. Uh huh, great. Another fucking dense urban landscape. 
but there's trains, but we still attack everyone with fucking canes. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know, because, you know, we haven't developed sniping technology yet. We can't. Uh, I've, 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 I've complained way too much about Assassin's Creed. Uh, Nintendo didn't show the NX due to fear of copycats. Yeah. Fear of copy. Wait, is this like, um, are they afraid that people would copy them? They, that's like, what they're afraid of. Um, oh. They're, they're saying, I, I mean, Nintendo can kind of hype things up a little bit too much, I feel sometimes, but they're saying that they didn't want to show the console, even though it's ready to show, uh, just in case if someone else tries to copy what they're doing, which there is precedent for that uh, with the PS3 trying to last minute shoe in some motion controls when the Wii got announced. Yeah, I mean, like, I I understand, but I don't. I don't know. Uh, that's, yeah, people tend to copy, tried to copy the Wii shit, but I never, I almost feel like that's indicative of Nintendo not having a lot of confidence in the gimmick they're going to try to push this console generation, or this coming, like, con- the, with the coming of the NX. Yeah. If they're afraid of copycats, that sends me the message that they understand that the technology they're putting in this is not like it's copyable. super revelatory. It's copyable. That's that's the thing is you are not making a fucking Apple phone. You are making something that someone else can reproduce. And if you're that afraid that they're going to reproduce it, that indicates to me that you don't have a lot of faith that that thing can carry the thing you're making. If you're afraid that Sony's motion controls could overthrow the Wii's motion controls, buddy, have I got a tale for you because no one used those motion controls like the, uh, two years yeah. afterwards. And any game that did, like pretty like like Uncharted, they they fucking patched that shit out of the game. Like that's how bad the control the motion as controls they should. were. Yeah, it was just it's so tacked on. It's not worth it. So yeah, I don't know. I'm like I'm curious, but I'm not like. You know how it is. I'm, I'm, even if it comes out to be something interesting and cool, I'd still not rushing to buy the latest and greatest. If it's if it's under three hundred dollars, I'll buy it day one. If it's under three hundred dollars and I can get, well, I mean, I'm sure Zelda will be ready for it by then. If I can get Zelda and maybe another game then I would probably pull the trigger. I'm not going to get it for just one game, yeah. though. I mean, the rumor the rumor is that it's going to launch with Zelda and Smash Brothers. It, it, so I would get it for one of those. I'm not... I The boat hit for me on Smash Bros. has sailed. But if there's another big IP like Mario, then sure, why not? I'll, I'll pull that trigger then. But that's probably not going to be for a while. Maybe. I don't know. They never put out in my opinion, a true successor to Mario Galaxy 2. So, I mean, they didn't. Yeah, I, yeah, I, they I'm didn't. with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Some, 3D some World. 3D some World is fun. Disagree. Some people would disagree and say 3D World was it, but No, that's that's just I, silly. I, it's I'm a completely going, different style of game. Exactly. I'm just going to assume that they've been spending the past five and a half years working on something real great. Just so. Miyamoto in his basement. It's just him surrounded by piles and piles of crumpled up pieces of paper going, how do I make this game? Just the wall has writing all over it. There's like Cthulhu statues. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's got, I got really it. dark. I got it. What if Mario was an octopus 
And when he col- when he collects a mushroom, he evolves into an eldritch horror and just fucking eats up all the light from the earth. Oh. And that's where Super Mario Sunshine came from. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so that's it's the origin story of Dark Mario. We did it. <laughs> all right, just uh put that in my notebook because that means he can't copyright it. <laughs> but yeah, new uh Sonic in 2017 for 25 year anniversary. I don't know. Excited, I, Joe? I'm not. I don't understand why I keep getting attributed with this fucking piece of shit. I'm not. But Joe Sega I, said that they're going to have a new focus on quality that they never had before. I literally have only like cared about Sonic 2. Anything? I didn't even like Sonic and Knuckles. I still don't like Sonic and Knuckles. I'm like I like have some reverence for Sonic Adventure Battle 2, but only because I was a dumb kid. And going back to it, it's kind of funny, but I don't, have you been following, have you followed Sonic on Twitter? No. You should follow the Sonic official account. I'm not sure if you were around for this when they were talking mad smack to the mighty number nine developers. No. (laughs) Have you been out of this loop? Dude, go on Twitter right now. Find the official Sonic the Hedgehog account. Follow it. It is funny as shit. It, it's there's a level of self-aware on that Twitter account that not even Sonic fans have. It's like truly a magical thing. So basically, Sonic sent a tweet to Mighty Number no. Nine saying, "Well, at least it launched," and people <laughs> went up in a tizzy because everyone's like, "Well." better than someone who hasn't released a relevant game since blah, 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 blah. and it's like are you really arguing with Sonic the fucking hedgehog on yeah. Twitter <laughs> oh yeah it's better than nothing congrats on the watch mighty number nine I, I like it, how I like how uh, they're they have a contest for Sonic's 25th anniversary to win a PC a Sonic PC I mean but that's the thing is like you won't see it right now because they're doing all of their 25th anniversary shit but if you like really go down, they get like really like weirdly self-aware. Oh yeah. Um if you scroll down to like May 25th, there's a post saying dear anime fans, on prom night at least I'll still be here or we'll still be there for you. <laughs> like they're just ragging on mighty number oh. 8 <laughs> or not mighty number 9. I don't know. I I think Say what you will about Sonic, he's a piece of shit, but this Twitter account is, like, fucking special, dude. You know, I'm just gonna start retweeting all this shit, and just look on my Twitter page, and just, like, bask in this fucking weird-ass shit. So... The no... The... That no so Friday feeling when you cosplay for the first time as fucking Sonic. Like, what is this shit? Everyone, follow me at MadMogyar92 and just look at this shit. Look at this garbage that I'm shoveling towards you. Because you're all, because I'm full of hate and anger. Yes, Max agrees. All right, that's it. I'm done talking. I'm also done. Great. As we fucking should be.
You can find us at our respective handles posted in the description of this episode. Follow us on Twitter. At us on the PlayStation Network. The Peter on Xbox Live and Nintendo's bullshit. Go to our website, ZucchiniThumbs.com. Send us emails at ZucchiniThumbs or ZucchiniThumbs at gmail.com. I'm sweating a lot. I'm really sweaty. What? I thought it was supposed to be nice and cool over there. It is. My my window's shut. And I'm like really intense right now. So intense. I'm retweeting all of this shit. (laughs) Have a wonderful week.